Good evening, everyone. Did you miss me? It's only been a week, but you are allowed to miss me. It's okay. It's me, so it's fine. Um, what's up, y'all? Y'all ready? Let's get into it. Welcome back to another week, another show, another episode of The B-Mix uh, right here on BeExposedRadio.com. Y'all already know what it is. We are in here, okay? You know what The B-Mix is for. It's for everybody. Why? Because it's for me and I'm pretty sure I can relate to just about anybody. Just saying, right? I don't know if I ever told y'all that, but y'all should have figured it out by now. I don't, I'm not going to assume that y'all are slow learners. We're just going to assume that y'all pick it up pretty quickly. Okay. Um, because <laughs> this thing here called life, baby, <laughs> it'll make you do that. Right. So, you know, the B mix is full of what? The unseen, the unheard, the forgotten, everything in between, the forgotten part of you or the person that just doesn't belong anywhere. Again, the me. So, Welcome, y'all. Hey, ho. It's Thursday. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all right. not hyped today. It's just fine. Um, we can jump right into it. So this week, <laughs> let's talk about a few things because I got stuff to say, as usual. Um, I'm, I'm, we're going to talk today. <laughs> Very usual. Look, look at me. Flip it through notes, making sure I have everything for y'all. And something jumps in my eye. I'm not about to not tell y'all what's going on with me. Like, I'm trying to figure out if this looks like I have a little escrow right here, but that's my bad. That's my fault. So we're going to figure that out. It'll be gone by next week. Um, So, y'all got some things y'all need to let go of? Is it just me? No? Just, it's just me. It's fine. Y'all not talking to me today. Um, I need to let go of some things. Truthfully, I've let go of some things. So that's what I'm here to talk about, about the benefit of, um, y'all already know I'm sharing the story, sharing the show. Sorry, y'all. I was moving a little slow. Usually I can do that real slick um, without y'all saying, but my bad. <laughs> so I need to let go of some things and have been working to let go of these things. Truthfully, let me think. No, let me, let me go back. How long used to say, let me think. Okay. Um, that's Jerome. Is that Jerome? It's one of them. Y'all know. I'm quoting one all the time. Chat. I get them all mixed up at this point because I'm like all the characters in one. Um, okay. So let me start by saying my three vices. I say three. Okay. I've always only claimed three vices, right? My three vices um, have always been, well, let me not say always because as a baby, I was not doing these things. So let's just say my three vices have been. We'll get into times and ages later, I guess. Um, vices. Hold on before y'all try to excuse yourselves. Y'all know how y'all posting talking about, oh, my toxic trait is? Y'all know how y'all made that a cute thing now? Yeah, that's under the vices category. Let's, let's be clear about vices tonight, okay? Vices as in the thing that's holding you back. That you may or may not realize is holding you back, okay? I don't know if y'all remember, but last week I touched on it. I said, y'all better be ready next week. We're going to get into it. I'm going to get deep. I'm going to get to telling y'all some stuff. And again, this is a non-judgmental space, okay? Like, like non-judgmental. Because when y'all hear non-judgmental, y'all just hear the judgment part. That's, that's not what we're doing in here. We don't do that. Y'all know I am the least judgmental person in the Americas, okay? So let's, let's be clear, okay? Um, so I don't, I don't really anticipate y'all judging me. But if you do, guess what? That's on you and not me. Hmm. One ready for that one now, <laughs> now. So, um, back to my vices because I tried to get away from that a little bit. Here we go. All right. 
vices that check in with me. Let me know if you share any of them or not. Vices being smoking. We'll specify in a minute. <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> not talking about juice. Well, sometimes juice is involved, but whatever. Um, sex. Three vices. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I'm going to wind up repeating this later, but this just popped into my head, right? I have realized and have come to the conclusion, again, I'm talking about me, okay? Because I want you, I want, as I'm speaking about me, I want you to self, what? Reflect. Come on, say it with me now, okay? Self-reflect, okay? All about self, right? So I want you to think about your own vices. If you want to share them, by all means, as you are liking, sharing, I want you to comment. Um, and of course you can call in, you already know, call in, text, I'm going to drop that number for you in a second. Um, but I want you to think about your own stuff. So the key to this thing here called life is as you hear about other people and their stuff, um, it is for you to then not to necessarily take it in like, oh my gosh, like prime example, ladies, as we sit around with our girls and, you know, some of our girls are talking about their men and men problems and they might be bashing and all that, you know, men always swear that if we get together, we just hate to bash men and that's not the case. Um, but you know, so, but you, you may not have issues with your man. <laughs> you just may not. Now you may be able to relate because of past relationships, um, or, you know, just cohort, you've heard of others, you know, having those same issues, but if you can't relate, you can't relate. I always carry my stuff that way. When I was in a relationship, even when I was in the most toxic of relationships, okay, I still would be like, no, if at that moment it didn't, you know, relate, it didn't relate. And I didn't take it home to my man. I did not take it, you know, back to my place. Like, I just would not do that. So, hey, 20. I call out 20 cousin, yo, Vondalia. Drinking is definitely my vice with sex or the desire for it being a close second. Thank you for sharing that. I acknowledge you, I honor you, I respect you, Black Queen. Thank you. And you, <laughs> baby, you on the way. I'm trying to tell you right now. Y'all, y'all already know. Now I'm not calling, I, when I get to speaking of my stuff, I'm gonna use this word again later. I'm not calling anything an addiction. I'm not referring to any of you as an addict. But when we get into talking about some stuff as we really delve into this conversation, watch how that word and that term come comes about and comes into play, right? Um I want to be clear that my shirt says perfectly imperfect. Okay. Just, <laughs> I see y'all see the perfect, but I want to let y'all know that I am fully aware that I am imperfect. However, I'm perfect. So it's fine. Um, okay. So, <laughs> okay. So what I have come to the conclusion of is that when I gave up these three things, um, as a combination is when I received my biggest blessings, like in my adulthood that I can refer back to in the past, you know, recent past years right so when i gave up as a combo um drinking smoking weed right mm -hmm. i'm getting this off my shirt y'all because y'all not gonna talk about me like i don't know nothing because it's not even dandruff it's a piece of lint that just won't okay now okay it's gone Whoo! that was bothering me i don't know about y'all but it was bothering me um so when i gave up smoking weed drinking liquor alcohol however you call it whatever you call it, the devil's devil's juice, whatever you refer to it as. Yeah. When I gave that up along with smoking weed and sex, which obviously is premarital sex because I've never been married. Okay. Um, fornication, whatever you may call it, uh, refer to it as, um, yes, it is very common, but 
Just because everybody does it doesn't mean it's right, right? Just saying. We call ducks ducks here. I might want to put that in the intro. I want y'all to be very clear that we definitely call ducks ducks. So when I gave these three things up as a combo, I'm telling you, that was when I when I really had to really seek God like heavy, heavy, trying to um, like really at the last stretch of about to receive my degree from Morgan State University. You already know the only HBCU there is. <laughs> Go Bears. Um, so I can rep them all day, but baby, they stress me out. They lucky I don't have alopecia by now because shout out to anybody down with alopecia. Not making fun, I promise, but my ignorance makes me refer to that because baby, the stress levels definitely was fitting to have me with a, with a cigarette hanging right here. <laughs> like, and patches all over my head. Like, I don't, I don't even understand. Like, oh my Lord, right? So when I had to really seek, I had to seek his face, not just his hand, but his face, right? Had to see God. Um, and so I was like, okay, I done done everything else. I didn't, oh, like, I didn't, oh, I didn't took these exams. Lord, come on now. Like, and they still playing with me. Like to the point where Morgan State University did not print my name in the commencement booklet. Talk about working long and hard for something to be like, wait, what? Okay. So when I say that shows that I got in off the skin of these teeth here. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I had to realize, I was like, what else, what do I need to do? What is it? What is it? What do I need to give up? What, 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 right? I'm telling you, it was like, bing. Since I was like, you know what? I'm not smoking. I'm not drinking. I don't want sex. Like I don't, I don't want anything. I just, Lord, I just want you, Lord. I just want you, Lord. Please, right? Hmm? Honey? Say, oh, okay. You said get my shoes. <laughs> what color am I wearing? <laughs> okay, then. Period. Let's go. Let's go grudge him away. Okay? Boom. So then I'll be honest. Now, y'all gonna have to follow me because if y'all don't know by now, I'm a crazy Christ believer. Okay? So, of course, being a believer, and we all know that, you know, religion um, is we, we, you know, it is studied to be irrational. I get that. That's where the belief comes in, right? Faith, strong about it, heavy about it, heavy on the faith. Okay. Period. It's the faith for me. <laughs> Y'all already know what's up, right? So, um, given it's a premarital sex to, you know, <clears throat> get to the point where I now have a three-year-old. Okay. So we get that. I'm, I'm very well aware. However, Baby, when I tell you that, so my entire life, I know I've mentioned this before, we'll probably mention it several other times after this, that my entire life I prayed for, dreamt of, you know, become, becoming somebody's wife and becoming somebody's mother. Like that was just, right? And so a little background is that um, I was a late bloomer as far as like, honestly, starting my cycle and I was scared. I was so, I was terrified, petrified, like Anything you can think of, like just so scared for so long, like I can't have kids. That's just what that is because that was my thing. Am I judging anybody that either doesn't want children, especially not anyone? I'm definitely not judging anyone that, you know, unfortunately is unable to bear children, not even, or anyone that has made the choice, you know, not to bear children, whether if it's a snip, a, you know, anything. Like I'm not judging that. All I'm talking about is me. My thing was I want to have children. I've had plenty of conversations about it. And so I had finally come to the conclusion, like, it's not for me. That's it. That's why, Lord, you got me. You know, I started teaching um, children's church. Surprise, y'all. I was teaching children's church, y'all. And that's all. <laughs> Shout out to my babies. I need these babies, okay? Um, 
And I just, I was teaching that. I was uh, working. Yeah, there we go. I was just about to start working the two nonprofits that I worked back then, which both of them, basically the same job um, at two different places. One was at a homeless shelter. One was for a nonprofit right in the um, middle of the city. Um, that was one, the Urban League, and then for St. Vincent de Paul, a shelter way out of Town, Maryland. So imagine <laughs> driving. <laughs> anyway, um, y'all, if anybody knows me, knows I'm not, not a fan of commuting. And that's a commute for me, okay? Because y'all know I always got the issue of running late. Whatever. Always had. We're going to put that in the past tense. Amen. Um, and so I, for both of those organizations, I was basically, I forget my exact titles, but I was the youth court, youth activities coordinator. That was one specific title. That was for St. Vincent de Paul. And for um, Urban League, I was the, I think like youth, pro, yeah, the youth program coordinator. I think that's the same thing. I probably just said the same thing twice. It's fine. Um, y'all bear with me tonight. <laughs> and so don't y'all love how I crack myself up? I'm telling you, I will crack myself up, y'all. Y'all don't even know what I think is funny. Like, when y'all think I'm funny, I don't think I'm funny. Anyway, so, um, yeah. So I was, you know, I was like, okay, I'm working with children all around, you know, church, you know, two jobs. Like, that. this is it. I'm just going to be on Nene. Boom, on Nene with the cats. I'm going to get me a giraffe one day. And that's just it. I'm going to show up to all the, you know, all the games and just be rooting everybody home. That's That's just it, right? It's so funny for when you tell God, like, God, I know it. I already know what's up now. I didn't figure it out, baby. I get it. <laughs> it's cool with me. Now, um, <clears throat> and then I had I had popped up pregnant. And so anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not going to fly past that. So then I found out I was pregnant. And so it was like, okay. Okay. Nope. I'm sorry. Let me go back. So before I even conceived my child, right? Before I conceived Sydney. Um, shout out to Sydney Adriana, love of my entire life, um, that I had I had given my vices up again. Now, mind you, the thing about it is I wasn't aware that, um, listen, I got to have a giraffe. 20, I had to. I'm not even like, no, I'm like not joking. I'm going to have a, a pet giraffe. So who who I need to call? What what letters? Because I was about to say CDC, because that's all the letters I've been thinking of these days, but Baby, who have ASPCA in them, LAPD, who, who, baby, I will have, I'm telling you right now, y'all gonna come over my house, you know, give me a little time, because I'm sure, you know, it costs a little penny, y'all gonna come over my house, and I'm gonna just, I'm gonna have the door unlocked, you know, because I know you're coming, because you're already called a text and said you're on the way, and I confirmed, so I'll probably have the door unlocked, because I'm busy sitting on the couch with my pet giraffe, just, just petting his head. What? Oh, oh, okay, who's gonna stop me now? Um. Okay, hold on, wait a minute. We got another vice in here. Okay, so Sean says, sex and drinking are vices. So I self-reflect, meditate to make the pain um, go away because drinking and sex doesn't work. So I'm working on me. <laughs> Michael Jackson once said, the man in the mirror. That's good. We're going to get to that, y'all. Man in the mirror. Y'all pin that. I like that. Thank you, Sean. Um, 20, don't, don't laugh at me. I'm so serious, y'all. I'm going to have a pet dread. So right before I conceived Sydney, um, I had given up my vices. And what I was saying was that it's not like even for it kind of now I'll be honest, what really made me ref reflect on it, like as different things came about um, after, you know, receiving my degree was that 
I didn't even think in the moment, like, oh, I need to give up. This is the key. Like, this, this is the key to unlock these doors, baby, and turning off, like, you know, to endless opportunities and possibilities. Like, I didn't think of it that way. All I know is that as I was growing and matriculating through life, that I was realizing, like, okay, these are the things for me. And then I would realize, like, wait a minute, this, this is a little pattern. Side note, it's not pattern. If I hear one more, y'all say pattern. Stop it. <laughs> I, I, okay? Stop saying pattern. It's pattern. Okay, moving on. I'm going to get y'all some lessons up in here today, okay? So um, I realized that, you know, I realized a pattern. Like, okay, when I give up these three things. So then now, just let's just fast forward because that's been some years. So like I said, I, you know, given that up again. And then I conceived, you know, my daughter, which again was still a surprise to me at that moment. At Way back when, you know, like I said, I had started my cycle late, but obviously still started. And it was very, very, very abnormal, right? We'll definitely get into these like, feminine things, you know, on an, another, you know, another Thursday at 8 p.m. on BeExposedRadio.com. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll delve into those. But that was, you know, a thing. So it was very normal. I just had a, a lot of years. I mean, a lot of years up until I conceived her that I just really knew, like, I just can't have children, right? And so it was like I had realized that I had given those things up beside the premarital sex. Again, it, it's, it's iffy. It's weird. Um, but then even during my pregnancy, if we want to talk about it, during my entire pregnancy, all of the women independent, throw your hands up at me. Listen, if you have had a child, baby, if you have been pregnant, let me just leave it there in, in general. The way your hormones rage, imagine me going an entire nine and a half months pregnant, okay? Pregnant, no set like, mm-mm. The father, the father of my child, we were not, we were not together when we conceived her. You know, we had dated for years, years prior to, you know, us conceiving her conception, but we were not together. We weren't even on, we were not on good terms at all. We were not talking like at all. So I absolutely was not. And so if I'm not sleeping with the, you know, the father of my child, there's no one else touching. Like, oh my Lord, no, <laughs> not here. Get your little Corona thing. <clears throat> right. So that's that. And um, so that was still how I, you know, gave it up, right, in a sense, like just, you know, because I really, I, I was absolutely like covering, like, Lord, whatever I need to give up, whatever I need to do, obviously gave up drinking and smoking, obviously, like, did not even play about that. As soon as I found out, like, Lord, ooh, now I did just smoke last night, y'all, I literally, mm-hmm, yep, I got big high the night before I thought that I was pregnant, yeah, talk about... <laughs> putting a dagger in something and, and getting you together. Okay. Um, and then I remember, Ooh, I had just started a job right before then. One of the two jobs that I was talking about, I started one of those and there was like a, you know, a company party and things like that down at the casino. Now y'all know I don't gamble. I'm a, if you don't know that I don't, I think I mentioned before the one time I went to Vegas, I think I gambled a dollar in the slots and I felt like I did something cash out with like 21 cents. The one other time here in one of the casinos, I cashed out with like 11 cents. And that was all the gambling. Like, all right, I ain't gonna lie. I just thought about it. That was a trip to Atlantic City. The blackjack baby, baby. <laughs> Not gonna lie. It bought me all my juicy couture stuff. That's neither here nor there. That's in the past. Okay. <laughs> that was it. Okay. So like, you know, it was down the casino though. So, you know, usually what? We've been going out of the casino and things like that. When you party, going down there to party. It's a drink party. So I went on that drinking, drinking stuff. I, oh my Lord. Like, I still remember that. Like, 
I was not a gin drinker for whatever reason that night I was drinking gin. Like it was just crazy. And then, you know, a week later, <clears throat> I know I, um, I was pregnant. So my idea to be very honest, to give y'all some real inside scoop for real, for real, is that I was like, Lord, one, I didn't party. I didn't have, you know, that night where I was drinking. And then it was that night that I smoked. That's all the partying my baby will ever, like, I know that people will slide you. Lord, y'all have got to watch. You've got to watch the advice people give you, okay? You can you can hear it, but you ain't got to take it all in. Like I told y'all, told y'all before, like, people will definitely slide you. Like, you can, you can sip a little. You know, pregnancy gets to be stressful. You can sip a little. No, I'm not that pressed. Just like y'all pressed to get out and go travel and party during, you know, big wrong. Mm-mm, not that pressed. I'm okay. I thought I had a tickle in my throat this morning. I'm not going to lie to y'all. That's my allergies, but whatever. Um, I scared myself. I was, oh, God. Oh. And that was because I went to the market the other day. I said, oh, God, I will never get groceries again. Like, I'm just going to cut it off. I don't know. Right? So I just, I don't be pressed. Like, I was not, right? So to protect the most precious thing that ever happened to me, the most precious blessing I had ever received, you know? Um, I said, no, mm -mm, not, not chancing it, not doing it. So gave it up. So in my mind, even though, yes, it takes, you know, certain circumstances and that's what we thank God for that he will use circumstances, you know, to come about for us to take heed and to help us to get away from, I I know, I know y'all felt like I was going around the mulberry bush. I was coming to the point. I promise. Um, people use different circumstances to get us to cut things out of our lives that, you know, one, we don't need. I want to be very clear about that. Any of the vices that we might talk about tonight, we don't need them. We don't, y'all. I, mm -mm, they're not necessity. I know, and I'm I'm talking like in general. I'm speaking from being in you know in the midst of the deepest valleys, so the darkest places that you could imagine, um, to you know some of the highest places. Because when you are in celebration mode, you want to you know party or whatever your vices are. You want to do those things because they bring you joy um, or they bring you happiness not joy that's the point tonight excuse me see I was easy to slip and misconstrue that and, and mix that up so and then of course obviously you know we use that as an excuse to turn to those things those vices um, when we're in our lowest places right I'm, I'm here to tell you live through it I live through it we don't need them we don't um, and so that that's that right so um, then let's see, what else was I blessed with? Like, as I, then I realized like, so, okay, Lord, I'm, you know, trying to cut these things out. Did I go back to some things? Yes, I did. Once I, um, okay. So let's go back. So I said about the degree, that was the first time. I think that's really the first time that I can recall the first major event that happened that I realized I had to, um, even though I felt like I had given my all and had done everything that I needed to do, that I still got to a place where I still, it was still more for me to do. So that's your pen. That, that's a B tip for the week. Be sure to know that even when you've given your all, there's still more for you to do. And that means more life, more purpose, um, you know, more of your journey to travel, more things, more work for you to do, but also more sacrifices to make. Of course, meaning more responsibility to come. Of course, that means more accountability to be held, you know, over you. That's just life. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not here to tell you that that changes when you get to a certain point, when you get to a certain age, when you, you know, hit certain markers, benchmarks in life. 
you know, check a few things off the list. No, y'all can check with y'all celebrities. You know, y'all y'all love to comment all on their stuff anyway, like they all friends. Um, so y'all can check with your celebrities, the ones that have, you know, made it and that have like, you know, six plus figures, you know, all in their bank account just sitting there. Y'all can check with them and ask. I don't I don't think I'm wrong, y'all. Just want to be clear. So the fact that um, you know, we You don't need them. So it's really the matter of giving it up, right? Or working toward that. So last week we talked about like, um, or one of the past weeks, sorry. <laughs> but we talked, we've talked about already that, you know, um, your contributions, right? Of like, if whatever you're contributing, is it, you know, positive or negative? So even when we talk about, of course, like to the, you know, for the culture, to the community, to our people, uh, when we say, you know, what we do and what we're contributing, um, it it always resorts back to working on self. No matter how you look at it, what scope, what lens, what perspective, which angle, I mean, however y'all want to put it, uh, when you are tuning into the universe, you know, you're getting closer to Christ, like, and however you put it, it still always goes back to working on self. I am very self-reflective. I am so self-reflective that I actually recall more recently. Um, I recall that uh, back when, oh my gosh, I was very young. <laughs> Shout out to West Baltimore Street. What's that? <laughs> Y'all know what's that? The best house I plan. So, um, but you know, I still rep these two because I love the family from over there. Y'all already know that. So in my thug days, I say that I run East and West because I was about to say that it stayed on the tip of my tongue. but. Y'all don't get that, but it's cool. Y'all, y'all gonna get it. Cause I'm a thug for real. Like I just want to be clear about that. I am a thug. <laughs> um, y'all don't know. But so that okay. So I used to, like I said, you know, West Side and all that. So when we lived West Baltimore Street, I was very young. That's all I don't know how young, but very young. And I remember that. So my bedroom, there was a connector door from my bedroom to my parents' room. And either so I either would come out of my room and walk up the hallway to their you know bedroom door or there was that door I don't think we ever actually opened or used that door but obviously it was the connecting door right so (laughs) self-reflective like it is crazy to literally reflect back on you know what that's redundant we're gonna get out of redundant redundancy um not reflect back on because reflect already means to look back okay Come on, y'all. We're going to get it together. We're going to start speaking. They're going to be able to tell how intellectual we are, okay? How intelligent we are. They're going to be able to tell that by our speech because that's why they play with us because we'll open our mouths and then they don't they, they don't connect what we're saying because it's not their responsibility to give us the benefit of the doubt that we know what we're talking about based off of what we've said. So when we sound all, you know, hood, ghetto, whatever they want to call it, they don't they don't even give us the, you know, the benefit of the doubt that we got it all up here because we all do for real. Um, I'm always hold on to that. Right. So we just want to get our words right. So anyway, so not reflect back on, but reflect, right. Um, we let our words speak for themselves. So, uh, when we reflect, when I reflect, um, to when I was that young and that I realized that <laughs> I was the person that I would like punish myself. No lie again, just cause I'm perfect. Um, and I was a perfect kid. Like I really didn't do <laughs> I didn't do a lot wrong. Like nowadays in my family, we get together and now they want to try to bring up some stuff. 
Yeah, ain't nothing to bring up. Like, it's nothing to bring up. Um, but so say if I if I did something, or at least I thought I did, and like I wasn't, you know, reprimanded for it, right? Never got beaten. Just had one beating in my entire life because I didn't deserve that, but I guess that's all I deserved in life. Besides my mother popping me, I didn't deserve that either. She popped, okay? These cheeks used to bounce, you hear me? Whatever. Um, and so I look back on that and I really was the kid that if I felt like I wasn't reprimanded enough, right? I wasn't punished enough or whatever, I would be like, I would I would punish myself. I remember being like, I don't deserve I'm laughing, but it's really not funny. I don't deserve to sleep in this bed that's been, you know, of course I didn't say these like big words. I probably did that because I was perfect and intelligent even back then. But I would be like, you know, I don't deserve to sleep in this bed that's, you know, one of the many blessings that's bestowed upon me. Like it was just all this, all this drama in my head. And I'd be like, you know, so I'm just, I'm not going to sleep in that. I would sleep at the, that door, that connector door. Or I guess because a few times I was like, you know what? They didn't even know I slept there. So let me go and sleep at their door. Like, you know, I'm going to sleep at the foot of their throne, right? Let me just sleep there so that way they know, like, I'm sorry. I, you know, and it could have been something so small so minuscule, um, so minute, and I still be like, no, I deserve, you know, I don't know what I thought I deserved, but I just, I I knew what I didn't deserve, right? So I was that self-reflective from a very young age, and I'm learning, because I've been so self-reflective for so long, um, because I just dropped my pen on the floor, don't y'all say nothing that I gotta take notes to because to try to keep it up here, baby, it ain't gonna happen, but um, I still want y'all to, like, and share and comment. Um, let me know. We're gonna get into your vices because I'm about to see. I see another one that then popped up here. We're about to get into that. Um, but I would feel like I just didn't deserve, you know, certain things that I was blessed with because of what I did. And because I felt that way again, you know, since that age for so long, um, I'm I'm really learning that I've been told my entire life, Benia, people do not think like you. I don't even think my parents knew what they were telling me way back when. Um, so many times, so, so, so many times have I heard that um, growing up. And then it was always, you know, you know better, you know, be the bigger person. I'm talking about at a young age, like still like hot. So I got to a place of, you know, I don't want to be responsible. I said this in one of the past shows. Like, you know, I, I was at a place, it was one of my days where, was it last week or two weeks ago that I just didn't feel like it. I didn't want to be, but. So again, when I say that even when you think you've given your all and done everything that you can possibly think of, that is the point of seeking God. That is why, you know, I believe in God, God the Father so much that because he ha- he's my checks and balances. Where, where are your checks and balances? Where do they come from? Who do they come from? Do you do it? It's not, it's not every day that the, the average person thinks to, you know, really check themselves and, you know. It's not. And it's okay, though, because life gets to be that much. Look at how we are right now, how we're living right, right, right now. Like, it's it's not easy. I'm telling you, that is why my brain is running. Come across me, like, in my personal life, like, you will just see me be like, okay, let me go pick this up. Okay, no, no. Like, it is so much because my brain is just, like, on overload, okay? So, let's get into reading some more vices that I see popped up. Okay. So, Sean shares, if you want to make the world a better place, <laughs> take a look at yourself and make a change. Okay. Shout out to Michael Jackson, the late and great, nothing, no one ever like him. I will 
forever stand by that as well as Prince. Y'all see the purple in the background. Um, okay, it takes light to see the darkness in yourself. I see things differently because I go in my second bedroom, um, town home, and I meditate and make myself cry to help free my mind because tears can be joyful or painful or both. So I use my hurt or joy as my success or chance to be better. Um, <laughs> thank you, continues to say, shout out to moi. I'm gonna be mixed for helping um, him to bring light into his darkness and ending so much darkness for him. First and foremost, you're welcome. But I'm always saying you're welcome like as the appropriate response um, to the latter half of what you said, but it's not me. It's not me. It's not the B-Mix. It's you. It's definitely you. I think that um, even, and this speaks to your first point, that as you hear, like I was saying earlier, as you hear other people talk about their stuff, it is supposed to, I, I truly believe that it's supposed to invigorate something within it, whether it be your intuition, whether it be past, you know, you talk about hurts. Um, if it's supposed to bring to light what you as an individual are to work on, what you, you know, have to work through, what you need to overcome. We talked about overcoming some things last week. Um, it, it, so it, it's not, I take no credit whatsoever. It's, to God be the glory, really. Like it is all to him just because that is how he moves and how he works and he uses different things. Y'all ever realize um, we it's certain things that we say, right? Um, so we'll say that, you know, oh, you know, I was arguing with my man or you were arguing with your girlfriend or whatever, right? And then I hopped on social media and I saw all these posts back to back to back from different, you know, sites and different pages um, that all were saying the same thing that were relevant to what, you know, was going on. No, it wasn't just Big Brother. And and truthfully, again, I told you I'm a crazy Christ believer. So I believe they use things like that, that we, you know, kind of check things off to be like, oh, you know, it's Big Brother. It's, they, it's the government. They looking in on the internet and this and that. And they going, you know, bring things forth that, you know, we were talking about. I think, sure, yes, because Lord knows, since I was like addicted to like buying a few things lately, like now it's everywhere. I get that. Um, but I don't, I don't take it lightly that, you know, think how, how God is able to reach us. He will. So he is the epitome of, you know, meeting you where you are. Hence why we're then supposed to take that and do the same thing. So what pops into my head is Western high school, only the best, you know, the only high school that matters <laughs> and not just in the city, but in the nation and in the world. <clears throat> I'm sorry if you had to attend or if you attended any other educational institution and was not as privileged as I am um, to have, you know, matriculated through and graduated from the Western high school, only the best. But <laughs> that aside, um, our, you know, our school, you know, motto, I guess is the best way to put it, um, is lucem esepimus, lucem demus, right? And so that is Latin for, um, as we have received light, let us give light. Come on, I'm gonna let that go and sit down and marinate for a second. Yep. Y'all mean to tell me that wasn't good for y'all? That was good to me. That that is always, and it's not a promise. I'm not a biased person. I can have all the school spirit all day, but I'm not biased, right? But that is very, very, very powerful. Like it is for everything. So it because it uses light, right? Light can't really be, you know, compared to anything else. Like just just like. 
well, no, love, we try to, right? Because we try to understand love, so we compare it. So let me stay out of that conversation for another day. But light, we don't necessarily, we say, you know, bounce off of this, it gives reflection here. It, you know, allows us to see this color and that. Like, it does all these things, but it can't be compared. Come on now. <laughs> Just like you, baby. You like that? You. You. Yes, you. Right there. Yeah. Oh, no. You. Yes, you. Mm -hmm. Cannot be compared to anything or anyone else. They may try to compare you to something else, someone else, in order to try to try to make a point, but it's always a try, an attempt. You are uniquely you. You are wonderfully made, made you know, right? In his image, in his perfect image. So you come from perfection. Why not that be, you know, an objective? Why is that not a goal of yours to work toward that? And I say all of that because truthfully where I even, because I, I knew for sure as I was preparing, um, you know, just to begin my show um, some time ago that literally one of the first, it's so crazy, I can't find like one of my first notes, but uh, one of the first things, one first topics I wrote down was vices, right? To talk about that and to just really, which I'm still going to get back into, don't worry, um, about like just opening up about my three vices and, you know, encouraging others to you know, again, which I hope y'all continue to, you know, write out, share if you want to, you know, this is an open space. I want you to know that. Um, or you can call in and text. Um, you can definitely call in and text, right? Um, the number and I'm going to give it to you. I swear. I know I said it, um, but let me finish my point so I don't lose it. Uh, but as you share your vices, right, that, you know, it's for you to work on you. It's not for me. It's not for anybody else that might be watching, that might be listening, that might watch the, you know, the, the rewatch it later. Like it's, it's not for anybody else. Even when, hi, Nina. Oh, hi, Nina. <laughs> hi, Nina. I, I will talk to you. Oh my gosh. I'm so, y'all, I'm working on some stuff, y'all. I've been working on some stuff. I dropped it a little bit, but I ain't like officially, officially dropped it yet, Nina. It's coming though, I promise, because it's coming. <laughs> Just bear with me. Um, and so your vices are for you. Even when you go to, y'all know I'm an advocate, a strong advocate for therapy, counseling, seeking help, all of that in between, above and beneath, right? Um, not beneath, because you're better than that. <laughs> but you know, everything, right? As far as seeking help, um, it's not for the person that you're speaking to. It's not for your therapist, it's not for your counselor, baby. I, I still, I told you, like, as I would speak to my counselor, my therapist, I would, um, you know, be like, check on them. How are you? You know, this and the third. but our session, you know, as they also are aware, it's not for them. <laughs> Nina, don't hype me. Do not hype me right now. <laughs> um, it's coming though. I'm telling you, just, just hold on, hold on y'all and hold on Nina from um and so it's 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 never for you know the other person even when you you know just speak to a friend a, a relative a, someone that a trusted you know soul right it's never for that other person it, we as in our carnal mind so as our flesh like as humans you know we think like oh you know I'm I'm, I'm either boring them I'm wearing them down and burdening them with my troubles it's not for them. It's for you. So that is why you really, so even when you think of, you know, oh, I opened up before to a friend or to a relative um, or to someone close and they, they burnt me, they hurt me, whatever the case may be. First and foremost, you can only be betrayed by someone close to you. 
Okay. So, <laughs> um, it is, it is still, that is a prime example of when you are to self-reflect and to go back and figure out like, where did they show that this particular person show me signs? And I mean, it can be anyone y'all. We know this. Uh, come on now. If y'all want to talk about it, y'all want to start listening to some people that have betrayed you. That's fine with me. Y'all can shout them out. I've been betrayed. Okay. Y'all like that deep voice a little bit? I'm telling y'all I'm gonna be on praise and worship team because I got range. Um, <laughs> So it is, it is the fact that, you know, you are to reflect on the fact that this person, where did they show me signs that I could not trust them with my stuff? It was, is it because I trusted them with my stuff out of the season in which it was okay to trust them with my stuff? In my opinion, if you couldn't trust them at some point, or if you can't trust them now, you couldn't trust them at all. So take it how you want. Okay. Um, but you know, it is for you to it is, I want y'all to really take it in that it's okay to believe that sometimes, sometimes, I couldn't get that one out. Sometimes it is easier to, you know, lay your stuff on someone that doesn't know you. So one, because I really want people to think the way that I do as far as say, uh, in the past, right. Past relationships, if I, you know, need some, because they were so toxic and all that, and I didn't either didn't realize it then, or didn't want to realize it that, I would seek, you know, seek some advice or just need to vent or whatever. But I still was very cautious. I was very cautious because I never wanted biased opinion. I didn't want somebody that only knew him or that only knew me, or if that was the case, that would only, you know, lean on or lean to or be on the side of, like, don't choose sides for me. If I'm wrong and I come to you, you tell me that I'm wrong, right? Now I'm a little sensitive, so you might have to. I mean, I know I said I'm a thug. I get it. I'm a sensitive thug. Don't worry about it. Um, but, you know, I, you tell me. Make sure that it's a way that I can receive it. If I'm crying and boohooing and all of that, that's probably not the time to yell at me. That's all I'm saying. Like, as a people, we need to be sure of, and I know I've mentioned this before, um, so I don't mind sounding like a broken record because I want us to get it, right? Um, but as a people, we have to get to the point that we are okay with, you know, we're okay with hearing what we need to hear. Now, are there times, of course, because you can't make blanket statements, you can't make generalizations, um, you just can't even be saying can't because obviously you can't. <laughs> but it's, it, it behooves you not to simply because there are gonna be times where you slip because we are imperfect. Y'all see it on the chat? Perfectly imperfect. I'm telling you, this is for us, this is the movement. I'm telling you. Um, uh, it's just what it is, right? That, you know, you will slip, but you have to be okay with that. So there are times that you, you know, will want to call this particular sister or this friend knowing that they're going to tell you, like, once you, cause I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you the story. However, whoever you are, if you are on the listening end, I'm going to tell you that story, you know, that issue, that argument, whatever case I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. One, cause I'm really not good at making, I'm just not, I'm not good at lying, but if I do, I don't know. It's weird. I tell them myself, basically. <laughs> if I lie to you, I'm telling you. I'm either telling you in the moment or later. Like, remember earlier, I was going um, So it, right? So it doesn't matter, like, who it is. I would tell them um, the whole story. But, of course, there are times that you're going to choose, like, see, if I call this one, she's going to tell me what I need to hear. I'm going to call this one so I can hear what I want to hear. But I don't know about empty body else. And, yes, I said empty. Anybody else, baby, sometimes, 
the world, life, the universe, whatever you calling it, right, will turn on you. Because right now, truthfully, and it's been for some time now, that the there's really only one that I can think of, um, but used to be the one I was like, oh, I know I can call her. That's my sis. She gonna just tell me what I want to hear. It's like, no, she don't play now. <laughs> like, she is the one that tells me what I need to hear and puts it to me straight. Like, that's the best way I learned. For our generation, y'all, let's call it out, millennials. We are the gen. I'm not saying that it's, it doesn't apply to anyone else, but most certainly for us, we are the put it plain generation. You've got to put it plain for us, period. Okay? <laughs> like, for me, that's the only way I'm learning. Now, it still means that I have to experience it. I need to be exposed to it and things, but you still got to put it plain for me. You can't just tell me, you know, oh, just do it. Just, you know, just figure it out. Figure it out. That's the part I need help with is figuring it out. Like, help me. Help me. Okay? Like, that's it. Um, and so when we, again, getting back to, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on, because I see a scripture popped up and... Y'all know I love a scripture because y'all know I'm not good at quoting scripture. Amen. Y'all keep praying for me. Um, okay, so Sean says Matthew chapter 5 and 14. Ooh, ye be the light of the city that sit on the hill that cannot hide. Amen. May God bless the reading of his word, all those in this hearing, especially those whom believe Jesus Christ. We pray. Okay. I want y'all to know what we do over here at the B Mix. Okay. I'm speaking for self, Benia. Okay. I don't blame. Y'all know I, I love the Lord. Okay. Love his word. Um, I just <clears throat> not good at quoting it all the time. But you know, my heart. I just need y'all to bear with me <laughs> what's on my heart sometimes too. But um, thank you, Sean, for that, for that um scripture because that again goes back with when I was talking about, you know, Western High School only the best, our motto, loosen accepting moose, loosen day moose, right? So again, let us as we have received light, let let us receive light, let us give light, um, in short. So that's exactly that. It is on us. That is our role. That's our responsibility just for breathing. Right? Because have you ever, by show of hands, have you ever thought like, you know, Lord, now <laughs> so somebody who, why is all this on me? Like on my shoulders. Now that, that might be a little, it might be a little broad. Okay. It was a little, my shoulders are a little broad. But I ain't saying that, you know, I'm supposed to have the weight of the world, Jesus. Like, I thought it was what you did. Like, I'm, I'm convinced. Like, right? But it is for the, for you know, it says, I will, you know, breathe <laughs> breath into your nostrils every day as as so as long as I choose. Um, And this is what you fit to do in the meantime. Well, this is what you're supposed to do. It is still what you fit to do. It's just, you know, we still get free will, but it's still what you fit in, right? Um, and so we are supposed to do just that. Give light, give light, give light, give light. We're talking about this. A lot of people are turning to, you know, they are aligning their chakras. I love it. Um, they, are, we, some of us are, you know, going back and in, in trying to connect with our ancestors. I love it. Um, all of that in between and around and around, especially those of us that know the one true living, the one true way is through the one true living God. And that's Jesus Christ. The Son, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. Like, that's it, right? Um, that's the only way we're going to get through, get by. Um, Nina, what I tell you, I told you stop hyping me up, man. Thank you. 
Um, girl, I'm just talking. I'll be telling y'all. I just be talking. I'm trying to tell y'all. That's it. I just, this is your fault. Y'all hype me up and let me feel like it was time for me to get on here somewhere and just get to talking. Um, now that's what y'all getting. <laughs> um, but thank you. Nina. So it's just, it's on us. So, cause I know, I know, I know y'all thought I forgot about the main point about tonight and I didn't. Um, where does this, where does this go, Benia? What you doing, girl? Right? Well, <laughs> glad you asked. Is that so? If our because maybe a mathematical y'all like math now, little temperature check. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I'm telling you, do not tell me the answer is no because I don't accept that. Especially when people of color, I do not allow us to say you cannot say this around me. Oh, I hate math. Oh, oh, I hate it. Stop. I, I. Again, I'm stop. I'm still I, I and y'all. Okay, I'm get y'all together. Us get us together because we're in this together. I promise right on so that you know i if our responsibility is to give life and a lot of us right now prior to even some of us in some time right we all have to go through our seasons and only god is to tell and knows which season which of us are to experience um if at some point in time or another in our life in our lives that we experience darkness. But now how am I giving light? That don't add up, right? I get that, I get that baby. I get it, right? Um, I'll be honest, that even in my darkest hours, in my darkest times, I, I, I still showed up for people. I still loved through my darkness. Last week I talked about, you know, proving your faith by pushing through your fear. Um, Baby, I'm talking about it's doing a whirlwind outside. I don't know about y'all, but I hope somebody is inside. Amen. Or get inside quickly. Cause right here, Baltimore City, baby, it's coming down, down. Okay. Like rain, raining, rain, down. Oh. <clears throat> so y'all know the song bird. Y'all better go ahead. Y'all see the mic in the back? Let me sing to it. Okay. It's done. Don't worry about it. I'll get y'all later for that. Don't worry about that. But um, that, you know, I get that that does not make sense to, you know, the naked eye, to the first eye, the average eye, you know, the cock eye, whatever, like, <laughs> what, whatever eye, right? It doesn't make sense. But it is just that. I'm telling you that, again, in my darkest hour, because I know that a part of my own ministry is ministering to people. So showing up for people, even in the midst of my stuff, in the midst of my storm, <laughs> Thank you, Lord. He, he know how to show up, baby. This storm outside is showing <laughs> that as it is storming outside, I'm right inside creating my own light, creating my own space. So again, how do we get to that, right? Because again, we're in the generation of we need to we need to put plain. So to put it plain, to in, in order to be able to serve the purpose by which all of us, each and every last all of us, <laughs> has a purpose on this here earth. I'm going to go and let that marinate too. Go and wait for it. Okay. Got it? You sure? All right. then. now I can say it. I'm going to say it again. Just, just for those in the back. Because you always tell me to yell for those in the back. I don't know. What's that phrase? Say louder for them in the back. I, I don't know who's in the back. But hey, in the back. Um, <laughs> that's my ministries. I'm the one in the back. Because <clears throat> I used to come in late. Moving on. So, <laughs> not because I didn't want to, you know be included but because I was really late but I also learned to this point I learned how to minister 
So if we're talking about church, right? If I came into church late, so this is for all the people that try to talk about me and make fun of me for always being like the church. There was ministry in everything that I did. Was it on purpose? Not necessarily. Shout out to mistaking or mistaken ministry. That's good. That'll preach. Listen, somebody pin that for me. That's good. Mistaken ministry. That's good. Um, because that's that's me, right? So this perfectly imperfect Benia you see before you has always been that girl uh, that just was rolling through her stuff. So the mere fact that, you know, I, as I prime examples that I would, I would definitely y'all ask anybody in church with Lord have mercy. So I was coming in late. <sighs> y'all, it really is. I know some excuses, but it was because being late was in my blood, but I broke that. Like I'm working on it, whatever. Ooh, child, I'm gonna get into that another day, baby, another day. But if you know my mama, whatever. So anywho, so coming to church on my own, um, you know, come in really, really late, like really just in time for the word, miss everything else and everything. I mean everything. Um, and but yet I was that person like in there, I'm able to give you that I view and that perspective from that area. So, you know, if the further away from the pulpit you are, um, the, it's believed and some truth to it that you know, the less likely, you know, the less, not less likely, but just the less that you are um, focused. Um, there's more distraction, probably those, you know, people that are probably talking a little bit, you know, whatever, just anything, 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 right? Um, opposed to those, you know, closer, right? Does it mean that the ones closer aren't, don't have their time, don't have their days? No, it doesn't mean that at all. Because why? Stay with me now. No one's perfect, even though we're made in his perfect image. Come on, Come on, follow me, y'all. This thing on. Hello. All right. Just making sure. Y'all let me know y'all with me. Um, so the fact that, you know, I was, I found some ministry in just that though. And the crazy part, I I accepted the ridicule. Like the oh, is you come come late? Okay then. I'm in ministry, baby. I'm in ministry mode. Don't worry about it. Even before I knew that I was really, you know, called to do anything. And that was still, catch this, that was still while I was telling God, no, whoo-wee. All right, I had to make sure he wasn't going to strike me for that, baby, because I know if he think about it, if he reflect on the times, you know, <clears throat> the, the decades, the long, 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 <clears throat> long, long years that I told him, <laughs> no, like, God, I ain't doing that, boy. You want me now? I keep hearing all these words now. No, like earlier when I was talking about you argue and all of that, and you feel this type of way, you're in this toxic relationship, and you get on social media, see all these posts that are relevant. Same thing, you see all these or hear all these, you know, confirmations and affirmations and words from different people and prophecies. You know, oh, you're supposed to be in ministry. Ministry who? Ministry what? Teach what? <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't want any. Now, because I'm so, I'm having fun in sin. Don't want to talk about it? I'm talking about vices tonight, ain't I? I enjoyed sin. Don't want to let something marinate. Let that one marinate. I enjoyed it. Absolutely enjoyed sex. Truth be told, it's, it's meant to be enjoyed, you know, by married people. By marriage, my husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be enjoyed by, by them. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed drinking to the point where I was drunk. And the crazy part is it's crazy to say that now, and this is why I said earlier that this word will come back. 
Um, we might have to have a continuation on this one because we might have to get a little deeper as I introduce this word again or reintroduce this term. Um, that for real, for real, <laughs> y'all know about me, you gotta say it twice. People, black people gotta say it twice for it to be real. Um, so for real, for real, that I, we have lived in a society where it's like a, or I'll just, I wanna say society. I really believe society goes that broad, but let's just say within the city, right? So in the city of Baltimore, you choose, baby. What's your drug of choice? Am I lying or am I flying? Okay, right? So because we thought that there had to be, like you have to choose this, instead of understanding, see, look, this is how I'm able to speak now, right? Um, and where I want all this to get to that there's also another option. So there's that, you know, there's A, B, C, D, and then there's E, you know, either none of the above, right? Like I can choose not at all. I don't want it at all. I don't want it. So in my way of thinking way back when I remember so many times of saying, you know, oh no, you know, my drug of choice, mm -mm, it ain't drinking. Nope. I rather smoke. Okay. I wasn't judging myself. I'm not, I'm not judging myself now, but I definitely wasn't judging myself. Then I was in a different mind space and allowed more of it. Like I was okay with it. I, you know, looked forward to it. Um, I plant on it, plant around it. Right. Um, and so, and I'm coming to the word that I said I was going to reintroduce, I'm coming, I promise, that because all of that to me, saying all of that out loud sounds like an addict. Don't want to talk about it? Any sex addicts in the house? Remember how a lot of us talked and joked about that? Like, I'm addicted to sex, John. You've said it at some point in life. You've said it. You've thought it. It's okay. It's not okay, but... It's okay to admit that that's what it is. Like when I say it's okay, it's okay to admit and to, it's okay to acknowledge. That's the better way. That's the only way. So earlier when I talked about, you know, again, shout out to Vondalia, twin cousin, listen, thank you for admitting advice to Sean, you admitted some vices. Um, I think it was the only two that like, you know, talked about, or, you know, at least wrote out their vices right here in the comments, but I'm, I'm not judging off of, you know, what you said in the comments. I want y'all to interact. I want to talk to you, you know, as I'm doing the show. But, you know, when we talk about something deep like vices, because I'm not just talking, y'all. This 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 is work right here. This, this is your own ministry, for real. No matter what you believe, what you think, I don't care, whoever you pray to, to be honest. Because for real, the God that I serve is the one true living God. But he says to love over anything else, love. And if I am nothing else, I embody love just like, well, I'm comparing myself to Christ, but not because I think of Christ. I want to be <laughs> But just like God says to love, um, that's the, I take direction well, most of the time. That is one for sure. That is like literally from the tip of my big toe all the way back to, to, the, <clears throat> to my ashy soul and peels and my whatever, I took my bath, I didn't moisturize, whatever, um, but rolling on up to my, child, rushes in my legs, <laughs> ashy, okay, anyway, all the way up to up here, baby, okay, I was about to say ashy, <laughs> no, <laughs> love, like, that. that is the one thing I absolutely know how to do without thinking, I think I know how to love more than I know how to breathe, to be honest, I, I'm, I'm better at loving than I am breathing sometimes, um okay Nina. this is good nina okay nina says my vices are always talk taking on too much 
I value helping, but I overwhelm myself sometimes. Mm. Let me tell you what came to mind just now because it's something I've been thinking about in the past few days. I actually want to share it with my boss because my my Karen boss, she um, just in us talking, um, and it maybe it'll be a spirit that'll that'll bring people to you and make you want to. If you don't believe it, it's a spirit thing, baby. I don't know what to tell you, right? So, uh, and this is not like the first boss that you know just open up that I've you know had just a relationship or connection with just at least to talk about stuff aside from work. Um, often, like it's not just the one thing. Anyway, so one thing she says for sure, she's like, you know me, I like to you know say it all out and pour it all out. Um, and this is this is like speaking to to you, sharing Nina, and I thank you. Um, and I'm sorry, I should say. For Vondalia, Sean, and Nina, I acknowledge, I honor, I respect you. I expect your queendom and kingdom. Amen. Like, I, y'all have no idea. I really, really honor it because it took me a long time. Remember, I said I started this show in order to unmute myself. As vocal as I've always been, I've been very muted. How about that one? See, you never know what people are going through. Um, so I acknowledge you, you all sharing your vices and the rest of you that at least are thinking about hopefully you know your wheels are turning um and you're considering right just acknowledging your own vices of you know what you need to um work through overcome rid of be delivered from right and so back to like with my boss she would say she says often like you know i like to just say it all out i want to tell them you know more so they don't have to ask questions right something that's been on my heart to share with her truthfully is has been that not the more you share, but in that moment. So everything is about reading the room. Okay, Nina, right? About business? Come on. Come on. <laughs> um, that is about reading the room. So in the moment, even if your idea, is, you know, in a report is, let me just share it all out, pour it all out, get it all out so that way they don't have to ask any questions. Well, then that's exactly what you're doing, though, is cutting off at the, you're cutting the head off at the very beginning to say that, you know, I must say everything, and then you don't allow anything to, you know, you don't allow any room, you know, any opportunity for conversation. And if it is not meant to be that moment, if it is something that you want to, you know, uh, the goal at some point is to have a discussion, to have a dialogue, then that's not what you want to do. So even, you know, when Nina talks about like taking on too much, that's, that's for a lot of us. That is, you are not, I want to say this to you loud and clear, you are not by yourself, right? Just like we've realized as others have shared their vices before that, you know, they reflect some of the vices that I've shared, right? Um, and not, no one on here is by yourself. So that's, if we want to talk about just like, you know, the phrase is, you know, misery loves company, but I mean, it, it does make you feel better to know that the things that you deal with or dealing with or dealing through, working through, that you know you're not by yourself more of the reason why we need to talk about it right so why i'm appreciative of the opportunity of my show um is you know to give us this is for us i keep saying it's for me but it's for the me as in for us you know a platform for us to talk about our things talk about our stuff work through our stuff to you know unpack unload unwind um, in order to rebuild, you know, and to prepare for the next day to keep it moving forward because we're in a movement. It is no movement if it is standing still. Okay? Got it? Sure? All right. Y'all tell me no if I need to repeat something, man. Um, 
And so when we, you know, take on too much, we know that, and I'm not pointing fingers, if anything, I'll point all fingers to me. We know that that means that you are, you're more likely to, or it's easier to, or more prone to, you know, drop the ball somewhere. Right. And it could be on the thing that you're like, oh no, I can pick up all these other things because I got this here. And more, and then it'll end up being that I got this here thing. And it's like, God dang it. Oh, I didn't drop this daggone ball, Lord, and it keep rolling. I can't even pick it up. Y'all ever drop the ball? Y'all playing ball out in the street? Y'all be there when it was always me. Butterfinger self and just be like, I don't know where to get it, but it's like, no, I ain't gonna lie. Don't, don't knock me being thick, baby. I will move on you now. Don't, don't get twisted. But the ball will keep rolling. So it's like, don't, don't drop the ball. That's the point. And if you do, baby, have it so, you know, built up that, or, you know, you didn't build the team so well that that ball dropped. Somebody just scooped and saved that thing. You ever go to drop your phone on the charger? But God, and he'll hold it by that charger cord, baby. And that cord ain't come out that phone. Whew. That must just be me, y'all. Y'all not talking to me today. It's fine. Don't worry about it, baby. God didn't, he didn't save the mighty phone. Matter of fact, was it during the show? No, it was right after the show. I mean, right before the show. Baby, I dropped this phone. Dropped it. Good. Okay. I said, Lord, dang. Usually, other times, you grab it, but I didn't grab the cord. It was slipped through the fingers, whatever. But as we're, you know, weighed down and so heavily loaded that it doesn't allow us to see what we're missing, what we're missing out on. You know, what opportunities, what, you know, what visions, what provision, like what we're able, you know, to see, like what we're able to to do. We we miss out on something and it could be the smallest thing, but it's still it still holds weight. Whatever it is that we miss out on. That's the thing. You just don't want to miss out on. Doesn't mean to jump on every opportunity. That's not what I'm saying. It's not the point of this word. I will make sure I probably comb through that a little more, you know, on a, during another show. But, you know, it's just that you don't want you don't want it to be that you are so heavily weighed by things that you have, you know, pulled on. So I think like sitting in a sandbox and you just pull it. I was, I was this person. Sit there, bring all the sand, all the sand between my legs, just push it, push it, push it. I don't know why. I have no clue. But this is bringing me back to how excited I was. So bring it, bring it, bring it. And then. And what? Then I'm stuck. I remember one particular time in the sandbox, these two boys stepped over. They went to like say something small. And I'm like, I was going to get up and run after them, you know, fight them or whatever. I I couldn't because I was, you know, like that was it. So, oh, wait a minute. I want to, okay. So Nina also says, I'm very appreciative. Oh, I'm very appreciative of seeing you shine. Wait a minute, I lost. Okay. Shine and give feedback on a real issue you deal with. Absolutely. I definitely did drop the ball a couple of times. And guess what? I'm here to tell you, Nina, it's okay. We have all dropped the ball at some point. It's okay. And that's the point of us working toward, you know, getting better at, you know, not even getting to the point where we're not dropping the ball. Cause I guess, you know, that eventually happened, but more so that we have built our village to the point where if the ball is dropped, that one, you probably, you know, you know the outside world can't tell um, outside world. We know what that is. Our opposers. Amen. Like just you no know, balls are still up in the air here. We got it. It's in our court, too. We're okay. We, we're dribbling it. We doubled it. We alley open. You know what I mean? We're going up for the layup. You know, like, we assisting. Like, we catching all these rebounds. Like, I know all that. I told you. I love sports, man. Don't play with me. Um, just, I, you know, I can't quote all this, especially football. I just know where it's supposed to go, how it's supposed to get there. <laughs> just saying. Any other sport, that's what I'm going to go to. Um, and I'm, I'm telling you, 
but they but they gave me grace amen that's it i'm telling you god is so good to us because he knows he'd be looking i i truly just like i think that guardian angels and all that they have like staff meetings and all um and you know i, I do i believe that you can't tell me otherwise um <laughs> it's gonna really take god almighty to be like girl we do not have staff meetings here um but you know that we that they have staff meetings and all so i still believe that I, for whatever reason, I believe that like as, cause again, God knows everything, right? So he's up there, he's watching. I feel like it's like TV. So it's like all these channels. So he's able to just watch all the channels. And so again, especially when it comes to me, he'd be like, Jesus, come here. What? Look, look at the banana, turn the banana channel on. You know how you yell from room to room. Put BET on. Yeah, they playing five heartbeats again. Yeah, you know, like that, right? So God yelled like, Jesus, put, put the banana channel on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the banana channel. Right. And just watch, look, look, look at him. Look at him. Putting too much on herself again. Let me get this girl some grace. Push the grace button. Boom. So like Nina, they had to give you grace because God gives us grace over and over and over again. Like, oh, Lord, you dropped your hard drive. Oh, like Nina said, I dropped my hard, hard drive too, literally. And it broke. But I know it meant I needed to revamp what I already created and make it better. Come. I ain't got to say nothing else to that. Now that's a mic drive. Y'all like y'all hit sound effects. <laughs> Get some sound effects up. like that. I don't have to say anything to that. That's exactly it. Like that. That's a. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> like, I am overwhelmed with like just excitement, right? Because that's exactly how you're supposed to take things. That is exactly how I think. That's exactly how I, you know, operate. That as soon as it's like, oh, shoot, this just happened immediately because, and it's because I've trained myself. Y'all know it doesn't happen overnight, but you have to put forth conscientious effort um, toward thinking like that and operating just like that. So you have to think like, you know, okay, this happened, boom, what does this mean? How do I get out of this? Like you have to keep doing it and keep doing it. So that way you're able to just, uh, we were just talking about sports, right? So, you know, you, you, you practice on, you know, being able to dribble or you practice being able to break some ankles, right? So that way, once you get to the point where you have to, you can actually do that, you know, quicker, you know, uh, you can finesse it a little better. You know what I mean? You can move and maneuver. That's the whole point. Driving. Y'all think about driving. Y'all, I don't think y'all want to drive. Baby, I'm a driver. Okay. I want to let you know. Um, but one thing about me is for what, <laughs> whatever reason, I don't like to stay behind cars. I don't know what that is about. So if I'm, you know, I'm in a lane and so if I can, I'm always like, you know, like maneuvering and, and like not crazy though. That's the thing. I'll, I judge my driving based on the fact that as I still consider myself a safe driver because I'm never putting myself or anyone else at risk, you know, of danger, harm, anything like that in between. Right now, it might be on you that you're like, wait a minute, if, you know, if it's something, but it's still because if I done jumped over somewhere or, you know, went over here or whatever. It's because I have judged the time and the space, you know, my momentum, like all of that. I pray in my mind, y'all. It just be it, it stuff. It just be moving and jumping and stuff all the time. <laughs> so my thoughts, right? But that's just what I do, right? Because and it's obviously it's been good enough practice and it's what I do naturally. So my, you know, bid to you guys is the fact that if you do not already think like that, it is time. Ding, ding, ding. It is time. Such a time as this for us to begin to, you know, be very, and I mean, very self-reflective. We are too self, 
doubtful, right? <laughs> if we want to make like self-doubt is just, it's at an all-time high. And I I get it. I do. I mean I do. I absolutely do. I absolutely get self-doubt on a daily basis. I get self-doubt. Why? Because again, I'm on here talking about my vices. I share with you guys and my vices were, you know, sex and drinking and smoking, right? And as I, you know, have now given those up, I know I mentioned a couple weeks ago, somebody tried to call me out. Yes, I mentioned my name because um, I know that week prior I was talking about, you know, the, the quarantine date and all that, how that was terrible and all that. But so, you know, I am absolutely waiting until marriage. If he turns out not to be it, then I, I haven't given it up, right? Um, and that whoever it shall be will know that, yeah, even when I was dating that, you know, I held on to it, right? Um, that is my, you know, thing. Nothing. That just is my life. That is my choice. That is my, I'm going to say thing because that's the only word I can think of right now, but that is my choice. Um, that is my sacrifice back unto my creator to show him that the, the very things, the three things that I realized weighed me down. Because remember, I mentioned, you know, addict, addiction. Like, would I, would I, would Benia say, you know, I was addicted, you know, I needed it, I heard it for it, you know, all three of the vices. Um, no, I, I would not say that. But that is, that is the me that I still need to work on to where I really acknowledge that yes, actually was. Because if you knew Benia, one, of course, you knew that I, if I, again, it was that, you know, choice of, you know, drug of choice. So, you know, alcohol being one. So I was like, ah, I'm not really a drinker, but I still put drinking in there anyway, right? Because that's just what I did. So that was easier to give up, to be honest. And then even still, it's like, oh, you go to functions and this and that, or, you know, just, I went to a game night. I was so proud of myself. Like, it's like, no, nah, I just make sure I announced that I knew only one, two, a few, like maybe half, maybe half of the rooms, small crowd. Um, promise, small crowds, don't quarantine, woman mask and everything. But, you know, I just, I made sure I announced, you know, early on and not even for attention, but just to be clear, hey, the game's not, mm-mm. And it, it felt great at the end of the day to reflect on that. Like, wow, I can, you know, do this. And again, I'm talking about drinking, something that I was never really into in the first place. But we realized that it becomes such a natural thing to reach out to, you know, for, uh, you know, gatherings and things like that. So when we go to smoking, which I said was was my choice, I'd rather just, you know, smoke because, and I'll be truthful. And I so I get it when, you know, when we talk about, you know, it helps clear my mind or this, and I, I want to correct us. It's not clearing your mind. What it is, because I'm admitting this is what I believe they did for me, was it helped to give my mind a rest. It helps to put me at ease. Um, so I don't know when it turned into being a thing of doing, you know, and going to function. So you, you know, you smoke and then go to work. No, I, oof, I could never, I like, I really was never that person. I, I never did that. Like, of like people smoking and studying all that. I did that once. Literally. I remember that once. And that's it. Like I did it once in like 2015. I literally remember, I remember exactly where I was and everything. Um, and I, again, I'll be honest, it was a good paper and all, but okay. And. I don't, because I don't, I don't want anything else to be able to get, you know, the, the glory, right? So to God be all the glory, right? Because he deserves it. But I definitely don't want anything else to be able to be like, oh, yeah, instead of it being, you know, Benia wrote that paper. Man, I wrote one heck of a paper. No, 
I mean, yes, I'm sorry. I want it to be just that versus, yup, that was when I smoked and boy, that paper. No, ain't no smoking about to, no. You're not about to be able to take no credit from old Marty Ball, not your boy. <laughs> like, it's just not it. But if you knew me though, and any of the time that, you know, I smoked, so from the very first time that I ever, you know, hit a blunt, to the, the very last time. In between there, if you ever knew me, you knew that I always picked it up and put it down on a rec, like literally on a regular basis. Picked it up and put it down. Um, truthfully, and this is definitely a continuation next week, um, that it was because I refused to be addicted. And I would say that, refuse to be addicted to anything. Like, I, no, I'm not doing that. But watch out for this one, that as soon as I truly decided to put it down, for good, it it became one of the hardest things that I, you know, needed to do, wanted to do, could do, had to do, you know, however you want to put it. Like it became extremely difficult. And as I worked through that, so now I am at the place where it is now. All right. Um, but we know for any anybody that's, you know, been through a 12-step program and all of that, like anybody, anything, if you've gone off to rehab, you know, first of all, God bless you, I honor you, I acknowledge you, and I respect you, um, and honor your, you know, choice for betterment for yourself, right? No matter how you got there, if you're forced, whatever the case may be, if they read that little sad letter and cried, y'all can watch that show, who's that show? Intervention? I, I kind of enjoyed that show a little bit, I will lie, they bring that on, I might watch that a little bit. Um, but yeah, so no matter how you got there, that you made the choice, you did it, you stuck through it, you made it happen. How even for the people that tried it, might have failed at it, it is a process, is the point that I'm getting to. That as soon as I chose to say, you know, I'm putting it down for real, you know, just for many, many, many reasons, um, I'm putting it down. It became extremely hard. Like then I would, you know, I gave myself excuses, like, you know, okay, yeah, you know. Literally, this is what I would say. So imagine how this sounds. You know, yeah, you know, I've been off it, you know, for a while. So you know, here's this function, or I really had a stressful day, and you know, my brother's in there with somebody that you know does or whatever. I go around them, and smoke, like might as well. And then I'll be like, all right, well, I'm not putting money toward. You know, I just might hit, you know, something. If I'm, you know, smoke with somebody I could trust. Like, no, baby, no. You know why? I know the enemy is after your mind, right? If you ain't heard it from nobody else, you heard it from Benin, you heard it from Aunt Mimi, whoever you want to call me, like, you heard it from B, you heard it from the B mix. The enemy is after our minds. So what helped me to, you know, get to the place of knowing that I wanted to put it down for good, um, including actually all three of my vices, because everything we know is mental and spiritual, right? Um, more so everything spiritual, but, you know, like mental, trickles down. Um, and so it... It is something that it, with what whatever your vice is, it is something that you are giving power to and allowing to hold something over you. You have made that choice. So the anecdote is for you to make the choice to regain that power, to release that very thing out of, out of the grip by which it has over you because you gave it that. So it is, it makes me think of how the older generation, you know, thinks about computers 
and thinks about, or no, I got, I got confused, I'm sorry, technology in general, <laughs> so even more broad, <laughs> that, you know, they believe, and they have a point, I love to hear older people say this, actually, um, they'll be wrong with everything else, they say, yeah, because, you know, I got to get my Android and get some AirPods, like, you know, they'll say something wild that doesn't match, but they'll, you know, drop a jewel, um, and one of my favorite ones is, you know, well, you know, man-made technology, like, man created it. So, nope, let's, let's not even talk about technology. They definitely always said this about calculators because they hate it for us to use calculators, remember? And so, yes, it aids in, you know, you know, all, obviously all mathematics and just, you know, calculating and things like that, right? Calculator, yeah. Um, but a man, you know, made it. Given, don't, don't get me to talk about it, y'all. Excuse me. Sorry, y'all. I am disgusting. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. See, I was trying to make a good point. I just had to make myself laugh. Um, I'm very, Lord have mercy. Excuse me. My daughter, my three-year-old, is the is, is the me police, which I got to make sure I say excuse me if I don't. Um, but so they will, you know, talk about calculators and say, like, you know, you know, man-made it. So again, my overall way of thinking, and I'm probably getting to this another day too, is that, you know, absolutely God. I don't care what invention it is. God whispered it somewhere and put it in somebody's heart, put it on somebody's spirit, you know, and, and brought forth that fruit. <laughs> Come on. Um, but that, you know, so about calculators that, you know, the old, <laughs> the, the oldens say um, that, you know, man made it. So we have control. So, you know, they would, they were just trying to make the point of, cause I'm not about to quote them or misquote them trying to make the point of um, that they, you know, didn't want us to become dependent on a calculator because truth be told, as I hope that all of us know by now, that if you do not know how to correctly calculate something, you know, mathematics or whatever the case may be, whatever you're trying to get through with that calculator, that the calculator does not help you. Think about that. So when you are in the mindset of, you know, I need a calculator, I need help, I need this assistance, dependent on it. You know, it's not helping you. It's it's actually, you know, at your fault, you know, working towards your demise, like whatever the case may be, um, because you you actually need to be able to calculate whatever it is you're trying to figure out without it um, and then use it as an assistant. So when we talk about help, when we talk about, you know, aiding that, you know, that's what help is supposed to be. It is just supposed to assist, you know, I'm trying to not use the same phrase or term, but it's supposed to, you know, be that sidebar that, you know, step over that, you know, next to, it's not the main course, right? It's not, it's just the side. And so when they say that, that it was merely about, you know, the fact that it was man-made. So then we made it. So we were given the power to then create this thing, this tool that we have control and power and authority over, right? So do not allow this thing that you gave authority and power to, to then have and reverse that same power and authority and control over you. It is the same thing about your vices. You choose these vices. Everything is about choice. I don't mean to clap the job today. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop clapping. <laughs> but you made these choices, right? To get into the very things that you do, even if it is, you know, taking on too much, you chose to take on too much. 
you choose, you know, and continue to choose to, you know, fornicate, have premarital sex, to drink, you know, to the point where you're drunk and, you know, not functioning, um, even so where you think you are functioning, it is still altering your mind. We need to be a people of clear minds. Okay. It is very, very, very important. It's imperative that we clear our minds. So we have to work to, um, you know, overcome and be delivered from our vices. And I'm, I'm, we definitely going to continue on to this until next week um, because we have to regain the power and the control over the things that control us. Why is it that during the pandemic that it was deemed essential to allow, you know, bars to be open? Right? Think about it. That being said, Y'all feel okay? <laughs> Was that too much? Y'all get into it. Y'all tell me about it, right? Even with the re, the, when you rewatch it and share it and all that, y'all let me know if it was too much. This has been another week of the D-Mix. You already know, always raw material, organic, uncut for the unseen, the unheard, and the forgotten, whether it be the forgotten part of you or for the person that just does not belong, the misfit, the me. Thank you for tuning in. I love you. I love you. I love you. I mean it. Until next week, peace.